Okay, okay, everybody. Okay, quiet, everyone. Quiet, quiet. Grab your glasses, pop your corks. The show is about to start. Welcome to The Flask at Hand, the oh, podcast. What's that? That starts with <laughs> the podcast <laughs> that starts with whiskey oh, podcast. and ends with knowledge. Well, it's kind of like a radio show, but on the internet. How do I watch that? <laughs> Do <did>, <laughs> we know someone that asked us that? I, I feel like every single person that okay, I say yeah. that I have a podcast, yeah, they're like, oh, oh, how, how do I watch, watch that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which some of them you can. Yeah. Go to I mean, YouTube and close them. your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> some of them they actually videotape it. We'll we'll do that one of these days. Maybe when Blake's here or something like that. Maybe we'll do like. Yeah, we'll a, keep saying that. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. 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 We'll, yeah. As soon as we can like record one that doesn't take three hours. Yeah. That's and a good that, point. and we can make sure we're not saying extremely offensive. Yeah, stuff. Lyrics. Then maybe we'll oh, that's record never one. Happen. I know it's never gonna happen. Maybe we should just <laughs> record one. Fuck maybe. it. I mean, like with a video camera yeah. or however people. Do yeah. You, are there cameras anymore? Use that I, anymore? I don't know. Phones. Anyway, we are your hosts, <laughs> Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. And I will introduce us to those of you that don't know us yet. If you don't know us by, by now, you may never, never, never know us. Ooh. Nice. That was perfect. Good one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Aaron. We didn't plan that, by the way. I swear. No, that was unplanned. <laughs> Just as these recordings are yes. and our topics. <laughs> so, except for this one. This one was pretty planned out. This is going to be a good one. But anyway, Aaron owns and operates an evil corporation that specializes in deforestation, chemical weaponry, <laughs> and using its incredible power and money machine to fix elections and sway popular opinion. His motto is when spirits are low, Profits are high. (laughs) (laughs) He uh, was recently quoted in an interview by Time Magazine. He said, I don't understand why the general public is so easy to fool. (laughs) But I'm glad they are because otherwise I'd be in prison instead of on my $2 million yacht. (laughs) He's always rich. To which he then gave the interviewer the finger and rode away on his Bengal tiger. (laughs) (laughs) What? Lindsay. is on the road with her one-woman improv comedy show. Her multiple personality disorder allows her to interact with herself <laughs> on an entertaining and terrifying level <laughs> never seen before. Uh, some critics call it a sideshow. Others call it comedic genius. She calls it mental illness. <laughs> uh, your shows are sold out across the country, Lindsay, and the money is just rolling in. Uh, how crowded does it get on the tour bus? And uh, do all of your personalities get paid equally? Hmm. Party of one, head full of many. <laughs> so no, not crowded, just just me. Okay. But uh, 
equal pay. I mean, I, I actually don't know where my money's going because the one personality that I can't keep track of keeps hiding it from me. <laughs> so, and I can't find them every time I look for them. It only pops up every once in a while. And then I just blast out a bunch of money. I just spend it on so blast much stuff. Out a bunch of money. <laughs> I just blast it on stuff. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I'm broke again and then I can't, I can't find my money and then I make some and then I don't know where that's at either. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it must be tough. Yep. <laughs> and I <laughs> am Jake, your friendly neighborhood oil spill recovery vessel operator. It's always tough to say. <laughs> it is. It's, you know, I really like being the tugboat operator. That yeah, is I know. Easier. That's easier it's much to easier say. to say. <laughs> it's easier to say. So Aaron, to Aaron what's your Bengal Tiger's name? You got to. You got a Bengal tiger you can ride? He has no name. No name? No. Did no you name. ride across no the name. desert on a cat with no name? On a no cat name? with no name. <laughs> <laughs> on a Bengal tiger with no name. <laughs> you know, I used to sing that song. <laughs> on a horse with no legs. We were singing uh, the, the Sade song, Smooth Operator. Oh, yeah. it's such and a good she's one. like... Oh, what, how's it go? It's like from <laughs> L.A. to Chicago. And I always thought it was Western Maine. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. What and, is it? And, and uh, she thought it was West L.A. But she was like, L.A. to Chicago, Western Maine. And I was like, oh, I always sing Western Maine, you know, because I don't know why. It's definitely probably not, right? Definitely probably. I'm definitely not. Definitely probably not. But it's so funny. Those We should do a whole show oh. on like mis, misinterpreted yeah. oh. lyrics oh, someday. Yeah, That'd be yeah. a good That'd show. Be, that would be the good. end. There's a lot um, that I, I love those. Those are so good. But tonight, after the whiskey, we have a super special whiskey, interesting whiskey tonight yeah, to try. That's kind of out of the ordinary. And well, we think it is until we try it. I don't know. I guess we'll see how special it is. Well, it's, it's kind of cool. Nothing I've ever heard of or no. tried. Uh-uh. So that's going to be kind of fun. Uh, but after that, we have a really fun show tonight about. Lighthearted, you know, doesn't <laughs> yes, really, yeah, super it's just be funny just and fun lighthearted, and yeah, nope. yeah, antimatter. That's, that's what we're gonna talk <laughs> that's about. That's the sound An- it makes, antimatter, yeah, we're gonna talk about antimatter. We all held our breath and uh, and do have like a physics show tonight, which is so gonna be great, yeah, because none of us are physicists, but as physicists, we are gonna teach all of you. Yes. About um, all sorts of cool atomy, mattery stuffy. Uh, I just want to say, tell Jake after he just said that joke as <laughs> physicists. My notes at the top say as particle physicists. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. Same thing as particle physicists. We will share all of our knowledge, which is just a subatomic particle worth. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have some jokes, too. And, we'll, and this, this is going to be fun. We're going to roll them into, like, honestly, a really interesting and fun topic, for at least for me and hopefully oh, yeah. for everybody that wants to listen. But first, we will uh, taste the whiskey. Is that what we do now? Is that yeah, right? I believe so. We do the intros. I mean, we smell it. We talk about we what we're going to talk about. It. And then we do the whiskey. And, we and then the we whiskey. talk about the stuff. And right. then we and say then bye. We, that's right. That's we right. say that's right. peace out, yep. extreme. Yeah, so I guess uh, on to the whiskey. Eh? Yeah, so let's see uh, what kind of cork we got going on here. So. I don't know. It's a tiny little cork, tiny little bottle. Aaron, you want to talk about what is that? Like, uh, tell us about that. Uh, that like, uh, hold on. Let me let me guess what how many milliliters that warning. is. Is that a two hundred? Is that a seventy-five milliliter? Is that a two hundred milliliter bottle? <laughs> it is. 
Okay. I, I was so. going to, when you said 75, I was like, That's oh, it probably is a 75. <laughs> I was thinking. It's 40% alcohol by volume as well. Distilled and bottled by Koval Incorporated, Chicago. Koval, K O V A L in Chicago. Yes. I know I've heard the name, but I've hmm. never tried any certified from organic. There. Oh, good. Oh, and vegan, I bet. Yeah. Okay. Distilled vegan from 100% oats. Sure. Yeah. And just a little 100% shout out oats. Yes. 100% oat distilled. Well, shout yeah. out to who knew? Oh, to Slew Food. Slew uh, Food in Edison, in Washington. Edison. Yeah. yeah. Hey, these guys are cool. They're really cool. They got cheese. They've got wines. They've got whiskeys. They're a cool little liquor store. If you're ever in Edison, Washington, uh, out by the Slough, there's this awesome place, and they have paella parties outside, and you can get a wine plate or a cheese plate or, or wait, you can't really get a wine plate, but you can get a cheese plate. Or like a you meat could plate. get a plate of wine, I guess. And, uh, just lap it up. Yeah, I guess you get a plate. It just depends on the plate. Wine yeah, glasses on it, filled with wine. But they're really, really cool people. They're funny. They're fun. Uh, really helpful. Funny and looking. That's where we found this bottle of whiskey. Let us try their rye, Koval rye, and this is what they had in stock to buy. And, you know, you have rye, we will buy. <laughs> but this one's not a rye. This is oats. Oat so. whiskey. Distilled from 100% oats. Yeah. Okay. Huh, interesting. Okay, right. who's doing the cork pop on the Koval? Koval? I don't know how to say I don't it, right? either. I kind of want to know more about this Aaron's distillery. Aaron's struggling with his tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing the bottle's so small. <laughs> Makes it look huge. <laughs> oh, Whoa. that was that a, was a mighty excellent pop for a little bottle. For a tiny little bottle, that was a very nice cork pop. Probably one of our best, actually. Probably. In the lead up with yeah. a couple of squeaks while you were struggling to get Jeez. that cork out. Ooh. Ooh, that was a nice little pour. That was a good little glug. Yeah, yeah. Glug it out. Uh oh, I drip some on my hand. Do I lick it? Uh, I think he does. Throw it over your <laughs> shoulder for good luck. <laughs> Wrong shoulder. <laughs> <Shit>. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I'm not going to pour this mine next. This little time bottle uh, is very. It's it's looking so nice. Like I, I don't. Like I kind of want to just pick it up and chug the whole thing. And it, you know it fits really nicely right in the middle of this whiskey wisdom, yeah. lazy Susan, lazy Susan whiskey glass tray that we have now. We'll take a picture and put it on her. We will. We'll take a picture. Yeah, we'll put it on her thing. Yeah, whiskey wisdom. They make these really rad glasses. They're big in the whiskey world now. They've they're just they're everywhere. But they make these awesome wood. Lazy Susans for their glasses and for other glasses. For a rocks glass, they have three uh, kind of settings in in the Lazy Susan that way you can you know put one glass one. Uh, Glen Cairn. Glen Cairn glasses. Thank you. Thank you. Glen Cairn. Whoa! Did you get smell this fennel fucking weird shit? Fennel? Right? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Very I don't like fennel-y. fennel usually. Oh, it's like clove yeah. and fennel and. Uh, Interesting. Oatmeal. No, it's it's real clovey. That's what I meant. I don't think it's I think it's less fennel and more clove. Whoa. Super clove. Oh wow. Super super clove. Weird. It's like a, a clove and hoof. No, clove. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. It just says <laughs> where, does it say, it's just, where does it say 100% oats on this? Does it say it on the bottle somewhere? Yeah, it says oat. Oh, distilled. oh distilled from 100% oat. oat. Just one. Yeah, just, just one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very okay, I'm going to say 
Oh, yeah, that's fucking clove all the way. But I don't you, smell like the citrus that you'd usually have with the clove. It's not citrusy at all, really. It's more like a... It smells like a fucking clove cigarette. Huh, interesting. I guess you have, would have to have smell. I'm overpowered cigarette. by it. Huh. Did you smoke a clove it, earlier? No. I did not. Your, I did your not. mustache is It's just a single barrel whiskey, so it must be like an American style whiskey I don't know. i'm gonna go for the taste i get clove okay. maybe a little honey maybe a little fennel real light though if it is i don't i don't know about fennel well maybe that's like black licorice right yeah maybe shoe strap shoe, shoe strap. strap bootstrap might get a little leather or shoe strap in that yeah all right well okay you want to try it yeah all right well a little toast whiskey according to chemistry it's a solution. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh. Ha. Hey. Ha. Okay, that's strong, but different. Sweet. Well, it's only 40%. Very bready. Very, Very. bready. Like, um, like a sweet bread. I don't know. It's good. Hmm. All right. This is what it says on their site here. This Hold on. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Not warm peach. I think that needs to sit for a minute. It that's could, strong. That's it's. I mean, it's got some alcohol vapor to it, but you're still tasting the cloves. Mm-hmm. You're tasting the oak, not oat, but you're tasting the the charred oak for sure. Um, mm-hmm. There's no. Real, it is charred. There yeah. aren't very many sweet tones to it. If they are, they're really subtle and kind of it's like an oaty sweetness, <sighs> like a bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even yeasty a bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. what is the what do they say about it? Well, it says they're one of the first producers to play with a whiskey mash bill of 100% oat. It produces a spirit rich in not flavors first, you're last. of That's right. milk chocolate. Nope. No. Coconut. Yeah, maybe a little. Caramel. Caramel is what I say. I don't know why I said caramel. Like Cashew. Cashew. Okay. I can, I yeah. can, yeah, oily <clears throat> nuts for sure. With an exceptionally creamy palate and finish. <laughs> yeah, nuts I'm not getting the creamy. creamy palate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Willie nuts. Mm. Creamy palate. Um it cashew, is, I, get I don't get the chocolate maybe. at all. I I think if we let it chill for a few minutes in this glass, I think we're going to really start to pick up more of the coconut and more of the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Let's let that. I can already feel it kind of on the back end on my mm. tongue. Mhm. So very interesting, at least. Something to try. Something new. I would really like to and pick up their rye. Okay. So we'll do that next. But okay. I like, I don't know, yeah, I like I've been enjoying story. rye's lately, yeah. for sure. Okay, well, let's, let's give it a scale uh, from 1 to 100. The Koval single barrel whiskey made from 100% oat. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. man, I kind of I kinda like the uniqueness of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I do like it. I don't know if I can it's, sit and drink a whole nice bunch of it. That's what I like about this small bottle. We have a 200 mil bottle here. It's something yeah. to try, it's but not a, something you got sitting around forever. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I could drink the whole thing right now and be totally fine. Proof. In the mouth, not in the mind. Totally fine. Yep. I'm going to give it a s- 70. Oh. Wow. A roundabout, a roundhouse. I'm going to give it a 70 from 1 to 100. Because it's so unique, I strangely like clove as much as I hate clove, <laughs> which is a lot. So it kind of it, it cancels it out. Okay. But I do. I, I enjoy the, the uniqueness and the difference 
of it because we're you know you get so used to like certain flavor mm-hmm. profiles with single bourbon malt, right. yeah. single yeah. malts or you know, whatever like yeah. from you know Islas or whatever it might be rye or whatever you know we get used to these kind of similar. Um, mm, I can already taste that change in a ton. Can you? Okay. Now yeah. that it said coconut and it's been sitting for a minute, that's starting to come through now. It's very yeah. good. It's very highly recommend if it's, you guys it's, aren't. It's got kind of a almost a. Uh, the coconut's taken over for me. What's the coconut's taken over for you? Clove. Oh, the clove. Yes. I know it's very clovey. No, I can't taste coconut. But even uh, like maybe even like a slight wasabi type of oh, oh, yeah. vapor in the a nose. Spiciness. You know, yeah, kind of yeah. like yeah. that. Like that. Highly anyway, recommend. Right. I think good. a lot of people think of whiskey as being really pungent. That's how I have always thought of whiskey before I liked it, yeah. uh, and not realizing that you really do need to let it sit. You sure. Shouldn't, you shouldn't order a really expensive glass of whiskey at the bar it. and <laughs> just start drinking it. You should just let it sit. Appreciate. Let it, it sit. Yeah. yeah. It depends on what your plan is for the evening, though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it, we'll I just guess. order a cheap glass. Sometimes of whiskey you had then. a <laughs> shitty day. Just want a shot of whatever the fuck they have. You yeah. know, it's put it brown liquid in a glass and give it to <laughs> me. That case, get R and R. Yeah, it's it's really crazy with whiskey, right? Because there's so many kinds from so many different places, and I think some people obviously just have an idea of what they think it is and they're like oh god you right. know like oh it's it's smoky yeah or fuck because that's the one time they tried it that's what and it, it ruins it for them yep. yeah right well so. like my mom she knows she knows quite a bit more about whiskey than she did before but she found this bottle of tom's in the the back room mm-hmm. of this scotch that's been sitting there it's old now mm-hmm. and like i you know it's not aging because it's in the bottle sure. but she's going to give it to us to try oh, um cool and she's like oh but it's yeah i b- found this bottle of alcohol but it's not uh it's not whiskey it's scotch yeah so i was like oh yeah no that's it <laughs> yeah. that's it's still whiskey that's one yeah. Of yeah. Them. yeah like it's that's what whiskey yeah, is we'll people don't, don't know and yeah. i didn't know that until just a couple years ago sure, so. sure. well yeah. i'm excited do you know what it is my, I don't. Huh? Oh man. Okay. Yeah. I'm. S- I, I love know. shit we're, like we're going that. Up tomorrow, so we'll go see what. It oh, is tomorrow. Okay. Bookshelf, bookshelf scotch. Bookshelf scotch. Bookshelf yep. scotch, dude. That's just en- that's is. enough for me, right yeah. there. I don't need to know maybe anything nothing, else. Maybe yeah. something good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Even if man. it's not, it's still cool. Amazing. Yeah, it is cool. Very cool. Very cool. You want to give her a one to one hundred, Aaron? Yeah, I guess I'll give one. Cool. A one. No. I uh yeah, it is different. I can appreciate the uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Not as high as yours for me. Right. I think the the That's okay. That happens. Just. Be. I know. Usually we're you know we're right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't like it, huh? No, I think like you said, for a small bottle like this, like I couldn't just have one and just sit there and drink it. One glass is good for me. I'll give it a sixty-four. Hey, that's still good, man. That's, that's not still bad. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind it. I'm going to go with a level of things that we've smoked before. So So cock is on the lowest level. (laughs) Great. Oh, man. Cock smoker. Cock smoker. (laughs) Cock smoker. That's such a good one. Uh, So cloves is in there, obviously. There's clove cigarettes. You got your Swisher Sweets. You got your cigars. You got your... Aren't Swisher Sweets cigars, though? Well, there. yeah, but they're cigarillos, I believe. Cool. Okay. Cigar- <laughs> <laughs> I believe they're called cigarillos. Cigar- You're right. <laughs> yes. The difference, I don't know. I don't know. And then you got, you know, obviously. Your crack, you know, your PCP. Yeah, you crack and meth. <laughs> That's PCP. up there. <laughs> okay, I was on that level. Are we going on a scale level. of stuff we've smoked? <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just oh, okay. talking about oh, just, just stuff cigarettes. Or just stuff you can smoke. Oregano, orange peels. <laughs> I'll do anything that could be smoked. 
And I'll go on the high end if I had to brisket. smoke something. Oh, brisket. <laughs> this Ooh. scale could be all yeah. salmon. Yeah. I'm just talking about actual smoking. <laughs> oh. Things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, on the high end probably would be Swisher Sweets Marijuana just because they do make your mouth taste good afterwards and they kind of give you a nice little buzz okay. when you oh. take a puff of one. And on the low end? On the low end would just be like... Swisher uh, Sweets on the high end. What are those end? cigarettes that your your friend's parents bought cases of that had a plastic end on them? Oh, They're Virginia like Slims? A, some, uh, or Palmo? No, Newports, no. I believe, or oh, something okay. like plastic that. Plastic tips? Palmo. Yeah, they had a plastic tip filter on them. Yeah, you know why they had that? Really gross. And it had like a little gap at the end? Yeah. Because people would shove cocaine in there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's probably not why they had it. <laughs> you see how happy he just, he's got really excited. <laughs> I've never he's tried like, it. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I'm going to give this a clove cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> God. Which Very is underwhelming. something like, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because it's something you you tried and then you're like, eh, I don't really like that. But then you still tried it another time. Yeah, and then like I know another, what you mean. A like couple beaties. years later, you're like, like try that again. Do you guys remember strawberry beaties? Yep, beaties. Oh, yep. man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so on a scale anyway. of... Sweet. Plastic tipped cigarettes your parents used to buy. Your friend's parents yeah. used to buy. My parents didn't have them. Uh, on the bottom end of the scale James and on the top end Swisher of the scale, sweets. Swisher Sweets. Oh, Swisher Sweets. Cigarillos. Which is something I still want to smoke at all, but still, like, it's probably the best That's thing. Not a You're going to go with a clove, which is in the middle? It's kind of like a low. It's close to what you guys did, pretty much. I'd go with pr- <laughs> probably like a, I don't know, like a sixty-three, sixty-four, or something gotcha, like that. I love it, love it. Something like, something like that. Yeah. Should I just if you had scale? to put a number on it, like, <laughs> that's where this is going. Uh, uh, like the last few ones, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, for you idiots, nobody gets me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't you understand me? <laughs> well, okay, cool. That is the Koval single barrel oat whiskey oat. Oat. 100%. My horse needs oats. oats. Gotta feed my horse some oats. My horse loves oats. What's that from? I don't know. I just oh. made it up. <laughs> okay. My horse okay. is so hungry. It's going he back in for the oats. dickle, aren't you? No, he loves that dickle. Get you some of that dickle. So we're also drinking tonight, you guys. Just a, <laughs> I'm going to get note. deep dickled. We're drinking some George Dickle Tennessee whiskey. A uh, 15-year, actually. And it was a gift years. that I... that. Uh, it's a sewer gift. Yeah, it's a sewer gift. Yeah, they were <laughs> from fi- the sewers. They were fixing their. Uh, they had a sewer blowout. I blew it in out. There you are. I had a blowout. <laughs> I blew my sewer. Had a rough <laughs> night at Andale's. <laughs> and uh, oh, just man. blew it out. And uh, so oh, I was that Andale burrito. We brought this this whiskey and left it on cilantro. <laughs> porch as a gift, oh. and I put a little. Um, little nice little tag on here. It said, "That says, nice. who needs running water when you have whiskey." Yeah, yep. right. because I'm a thoughtful friend. <laughs> and boy, and did we wash our <laughs> booties with that for days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So don't drink yeah. it. <laughs> um, anyway, that's what Aaron's drinking now is the George Dickel 15 year, which uh, could do a whole fucking show on that. It's actually very. It's worth trying out. It's yeah. very nice. It's very nice. Yeah. It is nice. Okay. So are we, is it time to get science Time to get corky. Are we going to get science Let's get corky. Oh God. Here we go. Let's get science Let's get into it. Science. So I, I'll kick this one off, uh, and I'm just going to start with what is antimatter? Antimatter. Does Thank anyone you. even know? Well, antimatter is the opposite of matter, <laughs> and that's it. Good night, everybody. All right, there <laughs> you go. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Right. No. Okay. <laughs> antimatter. What is it? Where does it come from? <laughs> when will it return? <laughs> okay. Seriously. 
what is antimatter? Uh, is it real or is it science fiction? And a lot of people think it's science fiction. A lot of people still think it's science fiction because they see it in movies. And most people are so dumb. That's true. true. I'm just kidding. They just haven't researched Anybody that's not us. (laughs) And and you listening. All of you listening are also not dumb. No, of course But uh, to gain a bit of understanding of what antimatter is, we have to have an idea of uh, what regular matter is. And I'm going to call it regular matter instead of matter. Because when you start saying antimatter and matter, like as many times as I'm going to say both of those things, Mm -hmm. it just gets kind of convoluted. So I'm going to call the matter that we know regular matter. The matter that we all know and love, Mm -hmm. of course, is what makes up all the stuff around us. And us. And us. Everything. That's why we love it so much. Because it's us. And it's... (laughs) We love ourselves. Yeah, it's true. I love myself quite. (laughs) You do. A lot. We do. And you're lucky we love you. (laughs) I am very lucky. Um, Matter is comprised of atoms. And at the center of these atoms is a nucleus. We're just going to get kind of basic here. And uh, the nucleus is made up of other particles. Three particles. Protons, neutrons, and electrons. And... The neutrons and protons in the center are surrounded by a cloud of electrons swirling around the outside, and they're held there by an electromagnetic field. And the atom is the thing that makes up all the matter. So the speakers that you're listening to this amazing podcast on are made of matter. Your underwear, the grass you walk on, the shoes on your feet, and the whiskey you're drinking right now is all made of the same thing. The same three f- fundamental particles. It goes deeper. It goes into subatomic, but we're just going. We're just staying atomic Basic. tonight. <laughs> uh, but all things are made up of matter at an atomic level in those three tiny particles: protons, electrons, and neutrons. Regular matter has negatively charged electrons <laughs> that interact around the positively charged protons and well, neutral neutrons. Mm-hmm. And because of the way these particles are electrically charged, they make up something called uh, a magnetic moment. Mm-hmm. A magnetic moment is the strength and orientation of an object that produces an electromagnetic field. And this is what the nucleus of an atom in matter does. And this is important for understanding what antimatter is and how it works as well. So antimatter, as we know it today, is made up of the same exact things as regular matter, only anti. So anti-protons, anti-electrons, and, well, neutral neutrons. <laughs> so the neutrons stay neutral. Yes, always um, neutral. The, the differences here are <laughs> that day. the electrons in antimatter are positively charged and are thus called positrons, and the protons are negatively charged, um, which I personally think should be called negatrons. because I, I too. I <laughs> think, That's a great name. That's yeah. way better. I think the poor anti-protons should have a cool name too, but yeah. they don't for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so same thing, get protons and neutrons surrounded by electrons. The only thing is the electrical charge is flipped. And because of this opposite electrical charge, it changes the magnetic moment as well and basically creates bizarro matter or mirrored matter. And you guys know bizarro world, right, from yeah. DC Seinfeld. Comics? Oh. Well, <laughs> yes, it was part of <laughs> Seinfeld, but it was originally from DC Comics where they had Bizarro Earth, which was called, um, Earth spelled backwards, it was called... Uh, Trey? Hatre, yeah, Hatreya, or something Hatre- like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it was it was a cube, and it had like Bizarro Superman and Bizarro... Oh, yeah. and. <clears throat> 
I forgot Bat about Zorro that. and yeah, um, just like all the bad guys were were good. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's exactly the, the, um, the Joker? So everything or was the no, s- was he in it? No. yeah he would have been yeah, Look. but everything was the same but flipped. Yep. Right. <clears throat> anyway, so Bizarro Matter is kind of what this is, and um, and so yeah, it's exactly the same but backwards, and uh, we have antimatter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like on that note, when you said mirror, doesn't it seem like we have another like when we look in the mirror? That's a flipped version of us. Is that the anti-us in Maybe. the mirror? There may be a whole universe made of only antimatter that's exactly the same as this one, exactly but flipped backwards. Yeah. And totally. we'll, we'll get into why you should not shake your antimatter self's hand. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm excited for that portion. Um, antimatter <laughs> can naturally occur in processes like lightning, um, cosmic ray collisions, and some radioactive decay. Uh, in the case of cosmic ray collisions, though, um, which are basically high-energy particles or clusters of particles originating from the sun that are flying through space at the speed or nearly the speed of light. They don't, they can't travel the speed That's of fast. light. But nearly. It's mm-hmm. very fucking fast. And they end up crashing into each other, creating other small amounts of antimatter. So basically, in m- most cases, I think, from what I was reading, is that the cosmic ray collisions... Mm-hmm. And those groups of particles that are flying around are mainly protons. Oh, okay. So how do we know that antimatter is real? I will start with the who. The band? Not the band. (laughs) Okay, I knew somebody was going to fucking say that. (laughs) Um, There was an English theoretical physicist by the name of Paul Dirac. Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's nice that's good Um, considered one of the most significant physicists of the 20th century and in 1928 he predicted that the existence of antimatter could be real and he did this through mathematics while giving Einstein a run for his money and attempting to revamp Einstein's theory of relativity, which, and the fucking thing is Einstein was still alive in 1928. He's probably like, what the <laughs> fuck is this kid doing? And I will tell you that this guy, Paul Dirac, he looks like uh, Tesla. Oh yeah. Yeah. He like, oh, looks like well, Tesla. I don't know Tesla. if that was just oh, like yeah? a Nikola Tesla, okay. Nikola Tesla. Yeah. And I, don't, it, I don't know if that was like a style. Probably. But just, just good, the like the guy. parted hair down the middle, yeah, with the like, yeah. black, yeah, and like a little mustache. Yep. Anyway, oh, okay, super smart fucking guy. Um, figured out that uh, there was something missing within this equation that he was working on to describe the behavior of fermions, and uh, so yeah, for him the math just didn't add up. So he thought maybe there's something I'm not seeing here, yeah, and theorized smart. antimatter mm-hmm. as you do. There you go. Uh, just a quick honorable mention of fermions and bosons. So, uh, okay, actually, mm-hmm. before I do, first I should say, <laughs> if you are a physicist and listening to this, oh jeez, I'm sure I'm making you cringe yeah, already. Please, but please turn, off, turn it off immediately. Just have another whiskey. So we do. Just we make people whiskey. cringe. Just have another whiskey and calm the fuck down. <laughs> we do this because we like to know this stuff ourselves. Right, <laughs> right. And you're not teaching me anything. So here we go. Yeah. Also, if you're a physicist and listening to this, I'm sure it was an accident and wondering <laughs> why your podcast app is broken. <laughs> but uh, anyway, fermions and bosons. So we're just going to touch on this a little bit to help kind of understand. We'll just get into it. We'll now, get into now it. fermions for the listeners at home, 
they're from the movie Despicable Me with a little, it's like a little yellow character. They have big goggles. I don't know if you guys know yeah. about those. So just want to point that out. You can I picture I believe them. that's what it is. Yeah, Furnace. I thought they were little furry toys that were that like oh the Furbies, the Furbies, <laughs> <laughs> Furbions, Furbions, Furbions. Yes. Anyway, so Furbions are charged particles with mass and an anti-symmetric wave function, which I'm not even going to get into that because that just turns into a fucking wave fun- math function subject. Gets crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, when I when I was like, okay, we'll dive into this and really see what that means. It like brought up a bunch of things mm-hmm. that were like symbols and numbers together <laughs> and that I didn't quite understand. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm not there. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, but basically, electrons, protons, and neutrons are all fermions. Okay, they're, they're charged particles with mass. The symmetric wave functions of bosons are different. So bosons are typically massless with no electrical charge. We're talking about like photons, gluons, and things of that nature. So no mass, no electrical charge, and we'll get into... They're like an effect. Kind they of. are an effect, and, we'll, and I'll get into like what part they play in an atom. Um, so, but we do need both fermions and bosons to make up matter, and antimatter, for that matter, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> Sound like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's go into another little offshoot here and talk about the forces that are acting on atoms <clears throat> to better understand like the role of these fermions and okay. bosons. Okay. So there are three fundamental forces that keep atoms together. There's actually four universal forces, and these fit into them. Gravity is one that I'm not going to talk about today, gravitational force. But the three that that have the most um, effect on atoms are electromagnetic force, the strong nuclear force, and the weak nuclear force. The electromagnetic force keeps the electrons attached to the atom. The strong nuclear force keeps the protons and neutrons together in the nucleus. Um, fermions are at rest and bosons are always moving. So even though the electrons are technically being, they're being moved around the, the, the protons and neutrons, they're not moving themselves. I think of the fermions as being grass on the planet and the bosons being bison walking across the grass. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. know. They're like more like, (laughs) like it's like they're held down. The fermions are just held down making a nice pad and. The bosons are cruising around. Kind of, kind of. So <laughs> the the W and Z bosons are responsible for carrying the weak force. And Z bosons? Yes, okay. W and Z bosons. W and Z. But they're responsible for carrying the weak force, and this is where we get nuclear fusion and fission. Okay. Uh, basically, We're talking weak force, not weak sauce. Right. <laughs> not like the joke I sent <laughs> to you, reply to your joke <laughs> on our yeah. text message yesterday. Funny. Um, but the weak force is how things fall apart and break down. Um, bosons, known as photons, are responsible for carrying the electromagnetic force that keeps electrons moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. And gluons are responsible for the strong force, which which holds the protons and neutrons in place inside the nucleus. Okay. Is that why they call them gluons? Probably. Like the glue? I'm guessing so. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. How is that spelled again? Gluons? G-L-U-O-N-S. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm getting out of all of this is bosons are kind of the babysitters and caretakers of the fermions. And the fermions would just like run wild and be rambunctious without bosons to kind of keep them in oh, their place. Okay. Okay. Because it's the, it's the um, bosons that, keep that, that, that make, the, that make yeah. the electromagnetic force that holds the electrons around. Okay. And they also hold the neutrons and protons together 
in clumps. Yep, inside okay. there. The second important name in the who of this antimatter journey is that of Carl David Anderson, an American physicist who in 1932 actually discovered antimatter, proving its existence. And uh, he found the anti-electrons, and he's the one that named them positrons. And he did this. He created a, something called a, what was it, a created cloud chamber. That's cool. With, I think, a really thin sheet of gold. And thin, then, thin, yeah, thin, <laughs> thin pancake of gold. Thin pancake of gold. <laughs> thin, thin uh, anyways, filled it full of gas and water vapor and then shot these particles through and was able to actually take a picture of the curvature of one type of particle that was backwards. Oh, cool. So that's how he realized that something wasn't right here. Yep, yeah, it's there. And um, so he figured it out. That's so cool. A um, little bit about CERN. So CERN is the European Organization for Nuclear Research in Geneva, Switzerland. And CERN, C-E-R-N, is actually an acronym for a bunch of French fucking words that I can't say. So, But go to their site because there's so much good information about so many cool things. If you love it's physics so and particle physics, or you're, it, even if you don't, you're in- interested in some of this stuff, even basic stuff, like, man, it's amazing. Yeah, it's they, really cool. There's they, articles on everything. And they, do, they let you know everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking cool. So... But they've been smashing protons together in their LHC, or Large Hadron Collider, <laughs> particle right. accelerator. She's got mouth. nuts in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Since 2008. Always. And, <laughs> and in these experiments, uh, they have been able to detect and detour a- antimatter into another mechanism known as an AD, or antiproton decelerator. Wow. So they have the main LHC. Which they take protons and they fucking spin them around super hyper crazy speeds Mm -hmm. and then smash them together and they get this array of other particles. Annihilation. Not quite, but they get an array of other particles. We'll get into annihilation Mm -hmm. here in a minute. And so all these other crazy particles that they didn't know ever existed, Mm -hmm. right? Because they smash these things together so fucking hard. They explode into these other millions of things. And they've figured out now how to take the antimatter that comes from that explosion and detour it into this other machine that's similar. It's it's a circular bunch of magnets. Okay. And it slows and cools down the antimatter um, long enough. God, dude, get, just crack it up here by the mic. What's this trying to hide it shit? Come on. <laughs> they shoot them over to this thing called the antiproton decelerator. It slows okay. it down long enough to cool and trap it for a short time in order to study it. And that was like the hardest thing to do. They couldn't figure out how to trap it. Kind of like nuclear fusion. We can't like hold it long enough to really use it. I guess uh-huh. we're making breakthroughs of that from oh, what cool. I heard recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't like it's because nuclear fusion is actually I'll talk about that in yeah, a minute too. It's going to get crazy. But so that's what it's they're doing. It's hard to CERN. study this stuff without blowing yourself up. Yeah. It's yeah. Potentially really hard to go so far that you don't blow everything up. Right. It's a good thing they can't make very much of this stuff. Yeah. And that's pretty much the next spot here is, is basically it's the most expensive substance in the universe. And one gram of antimatter would cost CERN approximately $62.5 trillion to make. $62.5 trillion to make one gram of antimatter. One gram. That's like a little bit more than like the really good weed I used to buy. <laughs> <laughs> you that I was like, can I get a gram weed? of that? And they're like, yeah, it'll be 40 bucks. I'm like, God, that's like basically $62, 62 trillion dollars yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it got Jeez. pretty interested, interesting for me, though, because I just love this shit. 
they can make a small amount, and they have only amount. been able to produce about 1.67 nanograms um, at the pace of picograms at a time. So never even heard of that. Right, no. and I'm going to explain that a little bit right now. And just so, just to put those weights into perspective, a nanogram weighs one billion times less than one gram. Wow. So they've only made and a one gram is not very much either. <laughs> they've only made right. They've only made one point six seven nanograms. One and a half nanograms. A nanogram weighs one billion times less than one gram. And a picogram is even nanogram. smaller. And in a picogram is all they can really make at a time. They can't make a lot of it at a time. This is a picogram is one trillion wow. times less than one gram. And I know it's just a word, Jeez. but if you could picture here, well, there's a, uh, I think there, okay. So how do you spell the pike apart? Pi- P-I-C-O. C-O. Picogram. Yeah. Oh, like Pikachu. Picogram. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was calling it Picogram too. And then I watched some YouTube videos and every, all the smart people were calling it Picogram. Oh. So that's why I said it okay. the right way on the nice. podcast. Nice. Good job. But, uh. Um, Pikachu-gram. Yeah. Not God so bless funny. you. <laughs> <laughs> So a picogram just so happens to be the average weight of the DNA in one cell of a hummingbird. Whoa. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. The weight one cell of a DNA strand of a hummingbird. The weight of the DNA in (laughs) in one cell of a hummingbird. Yeah. Wow. So in 2011, about one year before CERN discovered the Higgs boson, which I'm not going to get into tonight. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Higgs boson. Yeah. Not going to get into that tonight. Um, They were able to trap anti-hydrogen atoms for around 1,000 seconds or close to 17 minutes which allowed them some time to research its properties and gain some understanding of these backwards mirror particles that make up antimatter. Cool. It is fucking cool. It's awesome. Anyway. Now, but here's the thing. If antimatter gets close enough or comes into contact with regular matter, they... Annihilation. Annihilate. No, no breathing. breathing. <laughs> they annihilate. This is... This is uh, give a fuck if they turn into something other than matter or antimatter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They annihilate and both explode and turn into pure light energy in the form of... Photons. Photons. <laughs> Photon torpedoes. Photon talk. Um, so, yeah. With Aaron, Jake, and Lindsay. <laughs> let's do photon talk. Every. Let's make this like a new section. Okay. Photon, photon talk. talk. <laughs> we'll just we'll have a segment. Do we just talk about <laughs> particle physics for like five minutes? Let's yeah. talk photons. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. Oh, man. That's what they said. <laughs> Your photons ring and pick it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, uh, one, if one gram of both of these make contact, of both antimatter and matter make contact, two raisin-sized pieces. <laughs> <laughs> raisin. Two raisin raisin sized pieces of antimatter and matter touch. It would create an explosion equivalent to a large nuclear bomb. Wow. wow. Two raisin sized pieces of each. Uh, basically, How about basically, basically a, what if it was a, a gram net? each. Right. If you had a gram of antimatter and a gram of matter and you made them touch, it would be a, a big enough explosion to decimate cities. Wow. Wow, 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 wild. So, if you see an antimatter version of yourself, do not Don't touch it. <laughs> shake their hand. Don't even like put finger to finger like ET style. Don't no, no pinky, no. no fucking what's no. the pinky, pinky thing? Promise. Pinky promises. Pinky promises. ET. No, uh, don't have sex with it. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you don't have to worry about this happening. You don't have to worry about CERN 
making this stuff into weapons or anything like that because currently at full production, it would take CERN one billion years to make <laughs> one gram of wow. um, anti-hydrogen or antimatter. Yeah. Wow. So we're pretty safe, I think, for Very, now. Yep. I mean, we will um, be. But another kind of cool thing is antimatter is the rarest substance on Earth and in the universe. Whoa, the I didn't know rarest that. substance on wow. Earth or in the universe. Crazy. Uh, why is this, though? Why isn't there more of it? Why that's, isn't there an equal amount? That's something I have in my notes. Of the regular stuff. Okay, well, yeah. we can talk it, about it right know. now. They don't like. know, but. Right. Um, since antimatter is regular matter's perfect opposite, why isn't there just as much? as regular matter and it's a good thing there isn't because um, we wouldn't exist exactly and, and this, neither would this chair but or this, this whiskey. right and this is one of the biggest unanswerable questions in physics which is where you were getting at right now they don't know why there isn't more they don't know why we don't see more at least some more you know there are some theories about it but i don't think i'm going to get too into that either right now but if there was an equal amount of both on earth and they interacted there would be constant annihilation and nothing but nothing would exist. There would be no breathing on the planet for except sure. for pure light energy. <laughs> Literally pure light energy. Right. No breathing. Um, there would be no breathing. <laughs> Annihilation. But so every matter you and every antimatter you would just blink out of existence in a violent explosion of light, which kind of sounds cool. It does. It's it does a good way to go. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, I wouldn't mind I would dying like by that. annihilation. Like if they, they like yeah. at my funeral, you guys were like, yeah. well, it's too bad we lost her. But she you turned know, into pure light energy. Annihilation. Yeah. You know, yeah. annihilation. What are you going to do? Yeah. That yeah. sucks. She did say one thing before she died. She just wanted to be a photon. <laughs> <laughs> she got her wish. She said, annihilation. No, no breathing. <laughs> and then she took her last breath and that yeah. was it. Poof, she, yeah. a poof of light. Poof of light. <laughs> yeah. One last fun fact before I hand this over to Lindsay. I now think, that I've had too I... much to drink to talk about it. <laughs> no, you haven't. Say that all the time. Uh. Yeah. Um, when matter and antimatter annihilate, they create a 100% efficient energy. 100% efficient 100%. energy with zero waste. So they, they blink out of existence entirely and turn into something else that's just a 100% photon, energy. Right. Or, yeah. An effect. Yep. And uh, to put this into perspective, the most efficient form of energy we can produce, although not for very long, we kind of talked about it earlier, nuclear fusion. Uh, and if we could really harness that in, in a real way, then energy would be a lot cheaper and cleaner and, and, cleaner and, yeah. and all of those things. Because I think the, the only byproduct from nuclear fusion is um, helium. Farts. Oh, okay, I think it's helium. And, and then and that you can use for energy as well. So it'd, it'd be cool. But nuclear. We need more helium, actually. I agree. We need more helium. helium. Hashtag more helium. More helium. <laughs> nuclear fusion's energy capture efficiency is only about 48% at most. So, in fact, in most at nuclear. At least the most. At least the at most. Least the mo- yep. In most That's nuclear right. fusion reactions, only 3% of the isotopes are actually being used. And the rest is garbage decaying or wasted yeah but uh, but it's pretty interesting you know that's pretty interesting that um w- one reaction can be the cleanest and most efficient way of producing energy i mean if we could make and harness enough antimatter we could power the world forever that's we could reach saying. we could yeah. reach stars like proxima centauri and travel to the furthest reaches of space within human lifetimes i mean cutting through all that radiation and everything 
Exactly. Yep. And uh, it's going so fast. Of course, we just know. can't figure out how well, to get it. We can't figure, can't figure out how, figure how, how to. It. We can't figure out how to hold it for long enough to, to use. It. How do you hold a lightning bolt? Basically. Yeah, you have to be Thor. No. Where's yeah. Thor? Yeah, can we get Thor, Thor here yeah. or what? Yeah. For instance, it takes us about ten months to reach Mars using our best combustible fuel. It's not bad. Months. When not only bad. T- ten grams of antimatter could potentially get us there in weeks. Wow. I'll take it. 10 grams. 10 grams. So it only takes How 10 billion years. No, it only takes 10. Okay. 62.5 trillion dollars. Yeah. Trillion. 62.5 trillion Not dollars. Bad. Not bad. To make one. One. Gram. gram. And so how much do we need? 10 grams. To get to 10 Mars? grams. Oh, and don't forget. Don't forget. It'll take um, a bunch of billion years. 10 billion years to make one. No, it'll take 1 billion years to make one gram. So 10 billion years. So the Earth will be gone. So 10 billion years and 62.5 trillion times 10. Where's Einstein 10. when we need him? <laughs> I thought we weren't doing math tonight. Anyway, it's a story Did we problem. ever do that thing like on Futurama <laughs> where you take the head. genius's head and you have <laughs> yeah. it in a glass thing? Did Man. we do that with Einstein or no? I mean, it's possible. Did we Futurama Einstein's head? Maybe. I hope we, we did. Don't know. Somebody better have done that. It wouldn't tell us. But antimatter, it's, uh, you know, it's something I never learned or thought about until you brought it up. And I think, Lindsay, and I think that uh, oh, cool. it was such a good fucking idea because yeah. I went fucking off the deep end. Yeah, it's it's so, in- I, thank I, God matter, for the fucking just internet. just matter to yeah. me. Oh, I think about it every single day, yeah. every single day, because, only because, because it and I think I've shared yeah. this before with everybody probably on this podcast or in life, maybe, not everybody, but. I know that everybody says something about matrixes or a glitch in the matrix or whatever like that. Oh, like uh, like, like we're a, living in a simulation? Like we're living mm-hmm. in a simulation. It's not that I necessarily believe that to be exactly true, but I do see that there are different dimensions, and I'm not insane, obviously, to a super crazy point, but I'm just <laughs> insane enough <laughs> to, <laughs> to see that the dimensions point. that we see are not the dimensions that exist and i know that because we have really poor eyesight and our brains are not very advanced compared to what speak for yourself be. man i got 2020 <laughs> and my brain is more advanced than any there monkey on the planet obviously just like the video that you sent me that was very very interesting um, oh, about right. 3d and 4d if we live in a right. 3d world then we cannot see in 4d so you don't know about the other dimension does it not exist it absolutely exists you just can't see that dimension just like if you were you were uh, say that there was like a kayak on top of the water and you're the fish on bottom of uh, underneath the kayak you can only see however many dimensions there are but you don't know about the people in the kayak on top of the water because right. you're a fish right so but you can't that, see that dimension but well, does it not exist absolutely it exists could yeah it could. could and yeah. probably does probably does yeah the probability Actually, of was, it existing is much higher than the probability of it not existing right what that guy was saying was like we don't we live in a 3D world, but we only obs- we can only we're only able to observe a 2D observe world. So we can't even 2D. observe the 3D world we live in. The fourth dimension people that are living in a fourth dimension can, can observe o- only three. observe in three dimensions. So right. they can they can see the part of our lives that we can't see with our own eyes. Right. And but they but they can't see the their fourth dimension, which right. is what which is the world within the within that they live. And there's wow, always I can't uh, speak basi- right basically now, there's always another dimension and this this information explains that to my brain a little bit better where this 
podcast table, this bar that Jake built that's sitting in front of us feels very solid to my hands and we're sitting at it and there are things hooked to it and there's whiskey sitting on top of it. At the same time, it also doesn't really exist as a solid entity at all. We've proven that. There right. are micro vibrations of subatomic particles yeah. within this Like, table. why can't we put our hand through it? Why you know can't I mean? we yeah. put our hand yeah. through it? Exactly. Yeah. But we know that it is not, if you break it down to its smallest particle, you can. Yeah. It's, we're all, we're, I'm made of the same exact things as this table. Yeah, that's true. That's a trip to me. Yeah. It's pretty so, wild to think that the glass, the wood, our skin, whatever, the fluids inside of us, yeah, they're all made of the same thing, protons, electrons, and neutrons. It's just the different number of protons and electrons that Mm -hmm. change it. That create a section of matter. That's it. The difference between fucking gold and steel are the number of protons in that fucking atom. Think about if you could change that. If you knew how to shoot a couple of... (laughs) 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 Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, science joke. Anyway, <laughs> let's take a quick break and have a little Whiskey. word from our sponsors. <laughs> or wait, word. I mean, yep. yeah. And then uh, we'll come right back in just a couple seconds. Go to AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com for one of a kind handmade items from leather, wallets, and beautiful knives to copper bracelets, earrings, and bow ties. Everything at AMH Custom Craft is made with repurposed quality materials. Want a custom piece? Send Aaron H. a message and make it happen. AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com. You know, guys, I was eating at a local brewery recently, and I thought to myself, you know what this food could use? It could really use some funkies. Funkies Hot Sauce Factory uses locally grown and organic ingredients to master the art of spice and flavor. A delicious addition to any meal, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Pick up a bottle or two of Funky's Hot Sauce and taste what you've been missing. Every batch is made with love and always funky fresh. Go to their website, funkyshotsaucefactory.com to order now or check them out on Instagram at Funky's Hot Sauce Factory. Bass, bass, drop the bass. Bass, 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 bass. Big bang, bang, bass. Oh, okay. Ooh, big bang. <laughs> and, big we're, bang. and we're back. Title of your sex oh, yeah. tape. Big bang. Big bang. <laughs> the big yeah, bang. Yeah, seen that video. <laughs> the big bang. So. On Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. I don't know the music by heart or anything. <laughs> um, so, the big bang. We're talking antimatter, matter. Same, different same different anything else in the world i mean not at the time of big bang there was no universe there was no universe there was nothing until the big bang created the universe and then the only things that did exist between seconds after the big bang seconds or milliseconds up to 20 minutes all that existed was matter and antimatter that's it and we don't know why still matter one basically it was a kumite Oh, Kumite. But Akumite. Kumite. 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 
There was nothingness before. So, okay, but uh, one of the theories is, and maybe you're going into that. Are you going to go into why there might not have been? Yeah, there's a couple of theories. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're a little bit hard to explain, honestly. You have to do research for probably weeks in order to. Okay, well, one of the easy ones, I'm just going to put it Mm -hmm. out there, and if it's something you're going to talk about, tell me to stop. But they think that maybe there was more matter than antimatter. So basically, even though there was they were existing in the same place and the annihilation was happening, that there was enough ant or enough matter to basically take out the antimatter. Yeah, and that, I think that's a little too simplified. I think I think just saying like there ended up being more matter than antimatter, I think most people ag- agree when you break it down that there had to have been the same amount. So you're saying that there was always the same amount. It was anti- symmetry. There was symmetry when it started. You're saying the antimatter lives matter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Those matter Hashtag. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's taking right. a really We're long a time to try to figure out why. Uh, but there's asymmetry, basically. So that means there's more matter, obviously, than there is antimatter. Mm-hmm. So there's an imbalance. And something caused the imbalance. And what's left today is one particle per billion antimatter to matter. There's only one particle of antimatter, antimatter. Per billion. Per billion. Per, per one billion matter, matter particles. Okay. Yeah. And so that means that the laws of nature don't apply equally to both sides. Um, so we have laws. We've got these laws, Newton's laws, and we've got Einstein's laws and all these nature laws that we have that should apply to things. And it doesn't quite apply to these two things. Who upholds directly. these laws? Uh, They're like the, uh, uh, the natural the, the, order the... court. Ah. Gavel. <laughs> That's all. It's the purple court. It's basically like a coin. <laughs> if you picture coins spinning on a table. Every time it drops and flattens out, there should be a heads or a tails, right? But something caused an imbalance, like a marble rolling across the table, that caused that coin to flip on its head a lot more over time. Over time. Big Bang was a long time ago. Mm. Over time, it flipped it just a little bit more, just a little bit, not 50-50, like it should have been. A coin should be 50-50, unless something causes imbalance, right? So some unknown mechanism, like a marble rolling across the table, had to knock the majority in the matter's favor. It's a really, really small imbalance. It's one in one billion six hundred and thirty million, a fraction of a second less antimatter than matter since the Big Bang. We've already come up with the mathematics. Exactly that. I don't know how they figured that out. But since the Big Bang, which we know is true, it happened. <laughs> it's it's quite proven. Unless you believe in Jesus, <laughs> right? I mean, you can you can still believe in Jesus, but he just, just he kidding. existed after the Big Bang. Yeah, <laughs> true. And yeah. <laughs> so now it's one in one billion six hundred and thirty million antimatter to matter. Wow, that's a lot. That does, yeah. It's yeah. A, so then there's this. Uh, this is this is kind of like it's called the the Big Bang or primordial nucleosynthesis. Primordial. Primordial. It's like Morjol. <laughs> it's a really cool metal band name. Primorjol. I bet that already exists, right? It's taken. I don't know. Maybe. So simply put, the creation of new atomic nuclei took place between 10 seconds to 20 minutes after the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Within 20 minutes of actual collision and annihilation of antimatter and matter all happened in that in that second and then we created a bunch of new atomic nuclei 
And so, so a 20 minute boxing match between antimatter yeah. and up to matter that. or yeah. maybe within 10 seconds. It might have been over really quick. So with UFC, mm. you know, sometimes it's within 10 seconds. You right. get a total knockout. Yeah. Get a knee to the face. <laughs> right. Or it might take 20 minutes. And you get a total. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so most of the universe's helium <laughs> was created at that time. And we know now that we don't actually have a lot of helium left that's at our disposal. It's very people keep finite. sucking on balloons. There's They're not going to be any goddamn helium I'm left. Sucking them up. <laughs> and so, almost all of the universe's helium, as an isotrope, actually, it's a which is a radioactive form of an element. So it's an isotrope of helium, not total helium. But isotrope? that was all created. Isotrope is like a radioactive form, an unstable form of that Isotope. element. Okay. Yeah. So, so it isotrope does, it has, is the stable, stable form, form of it. Isotrope. Uh, no, sorry. An element is a stable form. An isotrope is an unstable form of that element. Isotrope. Isotrope. Yep. What's the difference between isotrope and isotope? An isotrope has an unequal uh, number of protons. Oh, so like an odd number. Yeah. Or, no, oh, sorry. Equal, equal to equal what? Equal number of protons, a different number of neutrons. Okay. So when you change the neutron amount, it becomes an isotope and it becomes unstable. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So you still have helium, but they have different names for it because now it's an isotrope of helium. So it's an unstable radioactive form of that element. Okay. Um, and then small amounts of hydrogen, uh, an isotope of hydrogen, an unstable radioactive form of hydrogen called deuterium. If I would have just listened to the deuterium. Deuterium. If I just would have listened for like the next 30 seconds, my question that I had would have been (laughs) fucking answered. (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad. But you being you. (laughs) Exactly. And then, so what what we have is a lot of helium, a little bit of the hydrogen isotope deuterium, and then just a tiny, tiny bit of lithium which is, of course, salt uh, off the hit Nirvana album. Never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also salt. <laughs> uh, and at that time, it was a soup of particles. We had quarks. We have gluons. We have condensed soup. We've, this is like a. Basically well, I mean, a, gluons, photons, all that stuff. That's they're made of quarks, stuff. right? Like, condensed into protons and uh, neutrons. And then they fused to make deuterium. And then those made helium and hydrogen and hel- and. Helium eventually created the stars. So we've got all of that stuff happened when all of this stuff collided and just had this huge big bang of energy creating all of this stuff, matter and antimatter. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, something tipped the scales in the direction of matter. And that's the only reason, the only reason why we exist as people today and we can see stars in the sky and we can see planets and we know what the planets are and we've named them and we have cats and we've got beer. I think that's something is just like still out in the universe. Like, they don't even fucking know. <laughs> they don't even know what I went through so they could exist. Yeah. yeah. They don't even fucking know. Uh, yeah. We have no idea. I don't even, I don't even know why I did it. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> and then since then, so that happened all at once, like within 20 minutes, like we said, at the very most or 10 seconds. Since then, the only thing that has created any matter since then has just been dying stars. Stars that already were created because Supernovas. of the helium. Supernovas. Exactly. We got fusion or fission, the life and death of stars. And Carl Sagan's statement that we're all made of star stuff is very quite literally true. We are very much made of exactly the same thing that made the stars, and we still are. We'll always be made of that. Every person that exists, every you know poster, every tree, every single thing will be existing of the same things the stars are. And we're oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen, carbon, calcium, phosphorus, 
all created by nucleosynthesis in stars that have died. And we then, are alive because of the stars that have died. Yeah. Yeah. They've died for us. They, they gave their lives. Yeah. They That's our Jesus. Their lives yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> stars. Mm-hmm. And then the heaviest elements, like gold, platinum, uranium, those things are super heavy. And we're thinking, okay, well, we're not really made of that. We're not made of gold or uranium. I am. I mean, <laughs> some people might be uranium. I don't know. Uh, they think that uh, believed, uh, not just think, but believed to be created when two neutron stars, giant neutron stars merge and there's a supernova that will create very heavy elements. So if a supernova happened anywhere near Earth, that's probably how we got all of our gold. On oh, the planet. OK. Interesting. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting to think about um, Lao Tzu, who came up with the term yin, yin and yang. Lao Tzu. Yeah. From the Tao, uh, yeah, he wrote he wrote the Tao Te Ching. He's a Taoist, a Taoist, teacher. yeah, yeah. And if you don't know what that is, I didn't know what it was, and Jake told me, and then I looked it up, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's basically the way to live your life. It's the flow of all things. Yeah, your life is a river. It, Go with the flow. It actually means the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tao means the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the Mandalorian. Oh, this okay. is the way. This and then the also way. we have Newton who said every action has an equal and opposite reaction, just like antimatter and matter. They yeah. have an equal and opposite both reaction. They are an equal and opposite to each other. So when the two touch, just like Jake said, something called annihilation occurs and a large release of gamma rays is released. So as soon as annihilation happens, that's when we get gamma rays and both things that existed before with matter and antimatter violently disintegrate. They no longer exist. Mm -hmm. You get gamma rays, which um, emit photons and gluons. And this could become our greatest source of energy if we can learn to harness it, like you said. So lightning, we have these huge lightning storms, giant, crazy antimatter lightning, they call it antimatter storms and they release a ton of gamma rays the university of kyoto they have a gamma ray detector and they found in a huge lightning storm that was happening a one minute long burst can you imagine a lightning burst lasting an entire minute it's crazy Hmm. whole minute and so it's disintegrating nitrogen atoms that became unstable and then they released positrons which are the uh, opposite of electrons. So think I wish girls would get s- excited about a whole minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know. She got yeah. so excited about one minute of lightning. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway. One whole minute. 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 So thunder and lightning storms actually <laughs> release antimatter. These are storms of, they're antimatter storms. It's so cool. It is cool. Uh, so anyway, if we can figure that out, because they've been trying to figure out how to trap lightning for <laughs> ages, and everybody just dies. <laughs> right. right. I, saw that, I saw that movie. What was that? with uh, Storm Chasers. Yes. Yeah. Was that what it was called? No. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The yeah. Late 90s, early 2000s. Yes. Yeah, they throw the balls like up in the oh, tornado. Oh yeah, yeah. But if um, if we can do that, we'll we'll get it. Like you said, we can go to Mars in a couple of weeks. You all okay? Get them on it. But get here's the, the get thing. the scientists here's on the it. About, chop chop. Yeah, I watched a cool video today. Um, I forget the name of the company, but their whole 
business model is researching a way to build an antimatter engine. Oh, okay. It's really, it's That's like some cool. real shit. And, and they're highly funded and it's pretty fucking badass. Hmm. Let me take a sip of this beer. Yeah, go ahead. That sucks that people are anti-antimatter engine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really anyway, anti-antimatter. But the whole thing is they, they actually created a thing that can um, cool and store antimatter for a short time. They run it through this thing that they've invented. Hmm. Wow. And it's pretty interesting. Oh, I'll, I'll, it, I'll try to... F- is it called a modulator? I was getting... No. <laughs> Is it called a modulator? Is it? <laughs> I feel like if I was making it, I'd call it a modulator. I don't know. I should have written it down. And I, when like I was watching it today at work mm-hmm. using prime company resources to <laughs> <laughs> research this topic. You know, if there's um, no oil spill, this is printed on well office on paper <laughs> from, <laughs> the pr- yeah. from the printer. But I should have wrote it down because it's really cool. But we can talk about that later. I'm sorry to listeners who are getting the total fucking... Like, what do you mean? Talk about it later. We're right here, right now. <laughs> but maybe I'll look it up. But yeah, any, anyway, we'll that up. but it's something that they're looking at doing. And that'd be awesome. But the, the whole thing is, if we can fine. make it, we can. If okay, we build an engine that can go twenty percent of the speed of light or something, right? Or negative twenty the speed of light. No, it would still be if it's antimatter. No, it'd still oh. be twenty percent of the speed of light or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> back in time. But, back in time, but. Wait, no. the whole time have we just been talking about, about about the whole plot of Back to the Future, this entire podcast, and I didn't realize 1.21 it. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> no, Great, Scott. but what I'm getting at is could they build a vessel strong enough to go that fast through the radiation, dust storm, fucking cosmic ice crystals? Background. Yeah, like can they can mm. they do that? That's you know, what we have. we have a cosmic microwave background of a universe outside of the planet, outside of our planet. And if a human could survive, not only at that speed for that long, but and now we're talking, okay, now we got to invent fucking cryo sleep. Now we got to invent radiation, radiation blockage. barriers of some kind that yeah. will get us through space. And, um, and so probably fungus. We'll probably use fungi. So <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. They're just going to grow a bunch of mushrooms Wait, on didn't the outside. We, wasn't there something yeah. about that? Yeah. 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 They find fungus totally soak up radiation. Yeah, that's right. We, we talked about that. They're probably going to use it on Mars when we oh, build the man. space station on Mars. It, there's not, there's not a, there's not something that excites me more than particle physics and fungi, fungi dude. <laughs> I swear to God, like this is, I'm in the wrong fucking. And this is why we're friends. These are the, the wrong only business, two things we're interested <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> fungi and matter. But really, they're so Adult. exciting. They're Adult. so exciting. And, and here, and I just, I'm in the wrong fucking profession. I just, I, I chose the wrong fucking, I jade. There's still time. Took the wrong pill, you know? <laughs> they're like, do you want the red one or the blue one? And I was like, I'll take the green one. Yeah. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and here I am. Oh, man. Well. Fucking captain of an office chair. Well, they tell you, you know, if you can't heal him and you can't cure him, you might as well bury him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you come up with that? that I good. did. I wish I did. So I did. she sent me a, a photo or like a, a drawing or whatever yesterday that said, <laughs> do these protons make my mass look fat or something like that? I remember what it was. But it was so it was so funny. I'm just gonna read the I'm gonna read the whole text to you people that Jake's response was really good though too. It's pretty good. She, oh yeah, she sent me a picture. It said, Do these protons make my mass look big? <laughs> and I said, That joke was weak force. <laughs> what did I send you? I sent I sent you one too. Mm. 
<laughs> you don't remember the one? He doesn't even remember. Oh, no. He's like, you have my when? number? Yeah. Last night when we were researching. When did you? Oh. Because we always research. Oh, is that what you call it? Before. Do you have 11 protons? Because you are sodium cute. <laughs> <laughs> I assume sodium has 11 protons. I guess so. I, I didn't know. <laughs> didn't research it, but I'm assuming. So back to the information, though. Oh, sorry. I so thought we you got were a done. cosmic microwave background, like we said. There are. <laughs> forget global warming, you guys. Global warming is, like you said, weak force compared to the amount of radiation in global our global warming is a cold subject it's <laughs> <laughs> do you know that we have 2.7 kelvin radiation outside of our kelvin 2.7 kelvin what's kelvin, kelvin yeah. was kelvin's a, a, like a hot level basically like it's a way to me- <laughs> measure heat and <laughs> it's a way to measure temperature people <laughs> <laughs> well okay heat <laughs> kelvin anyway. and, and hobbs <laughs> kelvin klein kelvin and hobbs hmm. Anyway, it's hot out there in radiation terms. We have lost a half of a universe. So picture the universe, if you could, which none of us can because the universe is so infinite. Close your eyes. We've lost a half of a universe of antimatter. We've lost it. Forget global warming. Yes, we've lost some icebergs. We've not. We've lost half a universe of antimatter. Where is the antimatter? <laughs> you know? What made matter stick around and not antimatter? Why are we here and not antimatter? Us, bizarro world. Us. Why? We don't really know, but there have been. Bless you. <laughs> and also, farts are, are ma- farts matter too. Farts and life matter. So there's something that scientists, really smart people, have come up with called CP symmetry. Um, it's a, a fundamental symmetry of nature. So there are something called CP violations that we found as early as like the 40s and the 50s. There's C symmetry and P symmetry. C equals charge. That's what turns matter into antimatter, right? Is the difference in charge. Mm-hmm. So C equals charge. P equals parity. And I didn't know what that really meant before. But parity is inverting the space coordinates. So say that like an electron went right to left. When you look at it in a mirror to make antimatter, it needs to go left to right. Sure. So that's what it is. Parity okay. goes left to right. And and uh, matter in parity goes right to left. That's it. Okay. Parity just inverts it and makes it a mirror. And it flips the velocity direction to mirror the other one. So it'd be like ourselves, anti-ourselves in the mirror would be parity. It's changing the magnetic moment too. Yeah. Same thing. It's it's flipping changing the, the ma- magnetic, magnetic moment. moment. Exactly. 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 <laughs> I like it. I like it. Just <laughs> coin in new terms, it's dude. Exactly. That's what we do here on the Flask it's of Hand podcast. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking love it, dude. What was that other one that we had? That <laughs> I was like know. a, a really know. good. Uh, I can't like remember a, what happened it was five a, minutes ago. It was like ago. a vagina thing, but it was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a... Oh, man. Vagenda. Vagenda. What's your big vagenda? Yeah, what's her vagenda? <laughs> so, what they're finding is that weak forces may have violations to the natural symmetry that we know should mirror. You should have the same matter as antimatter according to the laws of nature. And but we know that the weak force... It's what Aaron was using to try to get the cork out of the whiskey bottle over there. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're drinking anti-whiskey. <laughs> so those in 1964, 
there was a study of neutral kaons. I'm sorry, I don't really know what kaons <laughs> are, but K-A-A-O-N-S, I'm not sure. But they are a particle formed by strange quarks and down antiquarks. That's a little bit yes, further I, in particle theory. I thought theory we agreed not to go subatomic. So it's a little bit <laughs> subatomic. So, But basically what they found when they studied that in 1964 is they found a very small one part per thousand difference in decay rate of these neutral kaons between matter and antimatter of these neutral kaons. So they found that there just was a slight difference, and that was called a violation. They called it a violation between C and P, between charge and parity. It's kind of simple if you think about it. There's just a little one per one one thousandth. But what? But they're if they're neutral particles, and what does it have to do with C and P? It's enough of a charge difference still. So huh. anything that's neutral is still going to be just a tiny, maybe sort of, maybe kind of not totally neutral okay so and so they're saying that when you flip it in a mirror it may be not flip perfect it might not flip perfect perfectly right so when you see yourself in the mirror it might not be the way you think you see yourself in the mirror yeah. that's the way i think of it it's a violation of what you think the nature should be that that is what is in the mirror might you might see it a different way and that's a violation just like being observed, just like particles when they're observed might be a little different than what you think they should Okay, be. so it, this all comes back down to like perspective? It could be, yeah. <laughs> so uh, can, can so is there actually, anything in the universe, can particle physics just be like true? <laughs> well, it's kind of a figment of our imagination, I think. It is, it is, because we can't actually see them, right? I mean... We can't see them with our eyes. Eyes, yeah. And when we look at them, they change than what we yeah. thought they did. Like, and when somebody else ah. looks at them, they change yeah. from what they think. Yeah. So that is what proves that our world is obs- is observably what we see personally as our world. So everybody's idea of what a particle oh, is, is man. going to be different. Even scientifically in a Higgs boson particle accelerator. This just got way heavier Crazy. than I thought anyway. it was going to. <laughs> just trying to prove the differences in why we're, we got mostly matter. There was a Nobel Prize won for this, by the way, in 1980. For Do you know you get a million dollars if you win the Nobel Prize? Really? really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Let's go win it. All right. Yeah. So they proved that there are CP violations. So it almost does prove that when the Big Bang happened, there was 50-50 matter and antimatter that a violation to the natural law that Einstein and Newton and everybody all agreed upon. It's already been articly proven, like in these scientific articles or whatever. Articly, articly proven. proven. Is that even Is that a fucking an- word? It's, it's antarctically I mean, I proven. Up. I made that up. But, you know, it sounds cool. So I they've like proved it in articles, in other words, right. that and it's been um, peer reviewed. I'll throw that out there. All these have been peer reviewed and, and they all agree that on a peer. Uh, yes. There's something, obviously, something tipped the scales. And could it be a violation of the natural law because of weak? There's some some of these things are weaker than others. There's mm-hmm. weak reactions. There's some things that are huge annihilation. There's some things that are less huge annihilation. And the differences between those two can be a violation to the natural law that applies to all of them. So it's just enough over many, 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 many years and many, 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 many reactions to cause that much of a difference. So it may be as simple as that. And it's kind of boring to think that I it know, might but be wouldn't as simple it make as that. the most sense that there was more matter than there was antimatter? How do you prove that? Well, I mean, so why did antimatter win? Why are we not all made of antimatter? Because of violations in the flip between the two. And one of them had to win. Maybe, yeah, you're totally right. It could have flipped in the other direction, but it just didn't. 
And as it decline the decay, it's basically comes down to decay. So all of this stuff, antimatter is is um exuded. by decay. You mean Donkey Kong? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, bananas. Look at a banana. You got potassium in a banana, and it decays at a certain rate as the banana starts to brown. Sure, antimatter is released wow. from a banana. Our bodies have potassium, and our bodies, as the as the potassium breaks down in our bodies, we release antimatter as well. So it's one of those things where the decay rate of matter is less than the decay rate of a banana of antimatter, not a banana. <laughs> 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 Almost said a banana. <laughs> uh, so the rate, it's a rate of decay, basically. So like in PET scans, that's the other part that I was going to bring up. It's actually, do you know what PET stands for? Positron emission tomography. Oh, the way that we t- make so a you PET deal scan. with antimatter in your work. I wish I did. I don't do PET scans, but they're a separate. Thing, I thought you meant and like super cool, they're like awesome. A cat scanning pets. Yeah, yeah. Like cat, scan, cat scans <laughs> use X-rays. And, yeah, and then you know MRI uses a magnet. So magnetic moment. What mm-hmm. you talked about is what I use every day. I use magnetic moments. I use protons. To create electron. I use the magnetic, magnetic field. Uh, we spin hydrogen protons in the body. We take the magnetic pole of the proton, flip it in one direction, and then we use radio frequencies, magnets, and gradient coils to flip them in the other direction and find out what's wrong with somebody. Yeah. That's what we use, which is very similar to this. Guaranteed that couldn't find out what's wrong with me. But <laughs> <laughs> There's all the science in the world. You can figure magnetic. that out. You're too magnetic. <laughs> yeah, is that but right? Positron, PET scans, they use these to find things like cancer all over in the body. They but do positrons body. Are, are positively charged electrons, which are antimatter. It's antimatter, exactly. So what we do in a PET scan is we inject a radionuclide, which is an isotope, like we were talking about earlier, an unstable form of, of, of an element, and it's fructose, so it's sugar. Ah. So you inject fructose in an unstable isotope form. It's radioactive. You inject it. You wait until the body uptakes it enough, and then you scan the person as it decays in the body, and you wa- watch it emit photons. It's a, it's called a tracer. So you give the tracer as the fructose radionuclide, and then as the photons, okay, so so as the positrons are collided with electrons in the body, they emit photons, which is gamma rays, when annihilation occurs in the body. So it's happening in the body. And then it analyzes those gamma rays and they make an image and map organs and figure out where cancer is. Fucking cool. That is fucking cool. It's an antimatter scan, basically. It's cool. Is that what kind of gave you the idea? Just looking at, I was like, positron. What's a positron? (laughs) Yeah. And that's it. For sure. And then rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. Wow, it's fucking amazing. At first I was like, positraction. Yeah, I know what positraction (laughs) is. It's where all four (laughs) tires, like, you can, like, reach around a corner like school of steve (laughs) (laughs) yep and then uh on to the other thing that this made me think of was the hit metallica song nothing else's matter you got antimatter and you've got matter and nothing else's matter right isn't that what they were talking about yeah that's the words right to the song yeah it is except for dark matter (laughs) my last joke of the night Antimatter, not to be confused with, confused dark, matter. with dark matter. Can you hear me in the thing? Uh, I, jerk, jerk, jerk. Yes. I can't uh, hear. Can you hear I can me? Hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear us? I can't. Oh, you're in. You cool. just need a little more dickle. 
Ugh, I know mm-hmm. I shouldn't even. That's the thing. Once he know? got himself some dickle, he's doing but much it's better. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, little dickle it's in the mouth. It's always right there. Really gets me going. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I need. <sighs> We're gonna make it through this. Yeah, I'm just make eye contact with you every time I say that. Getting schmickled, dickled. What is dark matter? <laughs> Where does it come from? <laughs> I thought about doing where that. Where has it been? Like, Someone's going to do it. Do we want to know where it's do been? We know. Nobody where knows it's where going. it's going. We don't know. So, two scientists, I know, Catherine Fries and Martin Winkler, that think a double big bang scenario could explain dark a matter. Double bang? A double bang. Oh. Title of my sex Double tape. big bang. <laughs> <laughs> double big bang. Double big bang. <laughs> <laughs> It could explain dark matter and why we have not been able to detect it. So what is the Big Bang? Big Bang is a theory and is the leading explanation for how the universe began. Leading. Keyword I mean, there. It is leading. It is the mm, most probable way of it how is. the universe was created. Yes. Yeah. I like that. So simply put into a short version, it says the universe as we know it started with an infinitely hot and dense single point that inflated and stretched. At mm. first, God was like, bang! Yeah. A bang. <laughs> <laughs> He's Christopher Walken. He's Christopher Walken. A bang. A bang. A bang. A bang. <laughs> 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 and I said, <laughs> let there be light. <laughs> <laughs> he was walking along. Yeah. We will get through this. At first, at unimaginable speeds, and then at a more measurable rate, and over the next 13.7 billion years, to the still expanding cosmos that we all know today. But what if after the Big Bang happened, a darker, colder shadow followed? So 5 6 of the universe seems to be made up of a mysterious substance called dark matter. All the way up until this point in time, physicists were under the assumption that this dark matter was created at the same time and in the same flash of heat that started regular matter. But dark matter barely interacts with the regular matter. Parallel shadow world. So maybe dark matter was created in a kind of shadow Big Bang days mm. after the universe began. Hmm. Anti, anti-matter. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be matter, though? Anti-anti. Yeah. Like opposite of matter and anti So now there's three anti-matter. kinds of matter, but yeah. the difference between dark matter and antimatter is that antimatter is proven, discovered and proven. It is proven, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dark matter is has here. yet has to yet be to proven. Be. It is not yet. I would Pretty like close, to though. believe that it does exist. I mean, because, I mean, theoretically, mathematically, theory. it makes sense, right? Just because right. we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's what I say every right. time I take my pants off in front of a <laughs> Just girl. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. I swear it's there. <laughs> He's just shy. It's deceiving. Yeah. Hmm. So this is what physicists Catherine Fries and Martin Winkler are proposing. They call it the dark Big Bang. Oh, <laughs> And maybe this is why dark matter has been so hard or impossible to detect. Okay. Uh, in a recent interview, Winkler says, quote, in our scenario, or scenario, however you want to say it. Okay, okay. There are two big bangs. 
the hot Big Bang. Sexy. Which, which creates the hot plasma. Oh, mm. plasma. Okay. Okay. I think I know why this you chose this. <laughs> business time. <laughs> it's, it's business. <laughs> Got my business socks on. <laughs> Always. <laughs> which creates the hot plasma, invisible matter, and radiation. The dark matter, however, is created in a later, darker Big Bang. So the Big Bang story we are all familiar with pronounced. is regular matter, uh, like atoms that were created in the early universe when it was crowded and hot. Then the universe cooled and expanded, mm-hmm. and atoms became one and formed structure like galaxies and stars. This is where dark matter came into play. So there's nothing else that can supply enough gravity to hold the stars within their galaxies. So we know that dark matter does exist unless our understanding of gravity is somehow incorrect. Mm. Which is possible. Yeah. It's possible. That's how that's why I believe in dark it's matter. It's because one be. guy with a crazy right. haircut was like, This is what's going on. <laughs> His haircut was, was like, Oh, he's a genius. And yeah. like, well, maybe he was just a fucking nutcase. Yeah, maybe. Be. Yeah, it's like germs. Or maybe not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Holding them galaxies can't see together them. though. Right. Yeah. Something's holding the galaxy together, yeah. 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 So ever since the Big Bang, Pretty dark sure matter. Love. Oh, yeah. Could be. Ever since the, the Big Bang, dark matter has played the role of pretty much showing the stars or guiding them to their place with gravitational pull. So where today's galaxies sit was all decided by dark matter, including our galaxy. Whoa. And it is all held together by a cloud of these invisible particles. Cool. So where did dark matter come from? Most theories say it was made in the same big a bang as everything else. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. (laughs) (laughs) Multi-pass. Multi-pass. Chicken. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We're on the big bada boom. Here we go. Fifth element. (laughs) So maybe dark matter is the fifth element. Is that what we're saying? So where did dark matter come from? Most theories. Assuming that it exists. Right. Assuming. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Most theories say it was made in the same Big Bang as everything else. So Winkler and Fries started to second-guess that assumption. Winkler states, It is often forgotten that we have zero evidence for dark matter before the times relevant for structure formation. So maybe dark matter was not around yet when regular matter formed. Oh, it came after. Oh. Indeed, we found that dark matter formation could have occurred as long as one month after, he said. Whoa. Which is almost an eternity by cosmological standards. Oh. Yeah, a month is a long time a in long cosmological time. standards. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> cosmological <laughs> standards. But yeah. okay, so if matter is created by this big bang that happened. An antimatter and helium. And all that stuff was already was created, yep. All that stuff was created. Mm-hmm. And they think that there was like, what, an echo of that yes. big bang that made another 
shadow Big mm. Bang that then created this dark oh. matter. Like a ripple. Yep. So it'll get there. Well, that's what I'm trying to... Okay. Okay. Oh, you're getting we'll there. Listen. Okay. Yes. Sorry. It'll definitely get there. Yeah. I'm so fucking smart. <laughs> you, you are. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. God damn you. Are. Yeah. So obviously, it's a wild... And new, sexy. And <laughs> You know, I didn't want to say in front of her. But. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it is a wild new theory uh, that has obviously major implications for scientists trying to measure dark matter. If, in fact, the dark Big Bang did happen, the effects of its blast would still be rippling across the universe today. Okay. So when objects that are that large and that massive undergo huge changes... Uh, they can produce gravitational waves. And so it can cause space to, I guess for the lack of a better word, wobble. Okay. Think of it like hey, you take a rock, you throw it into a pond. You throw a rock in that body of water and it creates a ripple effect across the surface of the water. So there's an experiment done in 2017 and it was called the LIGO, LIGO experiment. It won the Nobel Prize in Physics. Wow. The experiment measured the gravitational waves produced when two black holes collided. Ooh, yeah. Unfortunately, this LIGO would not be able to detect the gravitational waves that the Dark Big Bang would produce because the Dark Big Bang would be too slow moving and too faint. Okay. So instead... It has been suggested that looking for the gravity waves impact on faraway blinking stars called pulsars, mm-hmm. which are pulsars, pulsars, yeah, are, which are dead stars that are spinning. They beam light toward Earth at regular intervals, so they like a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. The periodic beams of light from the pulsars should be impacted as waves of gravity course through the universe. Fries and Winkler seem to believe that upcoming studies combining information from lots of these beams, like the International Pulsar Timing Array and the Square Kilometer Array, they could possibly find real evidence to help prove the Dark Big Bang. Cool. Their search for dark matter is nearing a breaking point, so the new idea could break the mystery wide open. What really makes dark matter such a huge mystery is that it seems to pass right through regular matter. So there have been giant underground detectors built just to try and catch dark matter particles as they sail through the Earth, but it is, it's so hard to detect that it just seems to leave no mark. So do they believe anything. that dark matter is made out of the same things that matter is made out of, like protons, neutrons, electrons? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Because if it can pass right through other matter, then it must be... It must be either made of something different or it's made of the same things but can, like, disband for a moment and then come back together. The physicists are becoming more and more fearful that gravity alone couples the dark world to our world. The new theory addresses the scary possibilities. Winkler states, once we allow for the idea of purely gravitationally coupled dark matter, the dark Big Bang is perhaps the most plausible production mechanism for the dark matter. And the good news from our article is that even if dark matter only couples gravitationally, there are still great chances to test such a scenario. 
So the coming years will hopefully reveal the aftershocks of the Dark Big Bang and maybe give us more facts and fill in the gap of our in our knowledge of the cosmos. Oh, Einstein man. believed in it. I believe in it pretty much. Yeah. Einstein was right yeah. in most cases, not in all, but like m- most, well, which is more that you can say than most physicists. And I mean, the Big Bang Theory in general is the theory. It's not it's it's, it's not a There's no way to prove it. Right. And so there's no way to prove anything. Why couldn't there have been mm-hmm. a biz- you know, sec a weird different one? Yeah. Mhm. So some shout outs okay we can do that wise words we can do that one in particular Mm. um a thanks a personal thanks to two awesome women that i never got a chance to i mean i did in person but not on the show i like to do it on the show um robin and renee some friends of mine who had gone to scotland fucking ages ago and brought back us a poster an ardbeg poster an ardbeg and noah poster from Ardbeg. Ardbeg is a in Isla, brand, by right. the way. Ardbeg is an Isla uh, Scotch distillery. And one of my favorites, one of our favorites, actually, Lindsay. Oogadal. Mm-hmm. Oogadal. So mm-hmm. anyway, they brought this back, this amazing poster for us. And I just never really said anything about it on air. And I'd like to now. So thank you for the poster. Yeah, thank you. Robin and Renee. It's and really Robin, cool, too. Robin is a boudoir photographer and the creativeness that comes out of her work is just incredible. And it's this empowering and adding confidence to women that should already have it, but don't feel like they do. And it's amazing the work she does and, and these women see themselves afterwards and it's, can be pretty emotional, but it's, it's a amazing work. She's very talented and does a lot of positive work through her craft, you know? And so I just wanted to give her a shout out because not only is she just a rad human, they both are, but... Uh, Which makes what, a difference in this world. Thanks for the poster, you guys, Thank and you. also thanks for being my friend and our friend, because, you know, you're just cool as shit, so nice to know you. Glad you're around. Definitely have to continue to shout out Whiskey Wisdom and their awesome whiskey glasses, which still, to this day, are... There's there's nothing that compares to like the the design. It's just, oh, it's like, just wait, why well, didn't we anybody? Don't, we don't even need to talk about it, it anymore. I know. Like, I say this every just time. Go buy them because they're way the coolest glasses we've ever had. Why didn't someone come up with this design before? So if you're gonna if you're looking for the perfect whiskey glass, whiskey wisdom, W H I S D O M is your is your people to go to to get that. And you can go to their website or you can go to ours. And buy glasses through the link on our website, theflaskinhandpodcast.com, and we get a little something-something when and you do that. we barely get anything. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we don't need anything. whiskey was Why don't you give us more <laughs> for fuck's sake? Yeah. But anyway. In fact, we just spend all of our money on the whiskey was It's pretty, Yeah, right. we actually yeah, buy we shit from Honestly, them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so definitely go check them out. Really cool. Um, AMH Custom Craft. Haven't talked to Aaron in a while the other Aaron, but man, Hannenberg, Hannenberg, Annie. he's just, he's doing some cool stuff with his business and all of that stuff. And definitely go check out. If you like knives, if you like handmade jewelry and all this really cool shit, there's a lot of copper stuff. It's really rad. Yeah. High quality really stuff. Cool. Totally worth it. Great gifts. Great. Just to have, check them out. Um, and Funky's hot sauce, man. This guy is Jeez. like oh, blowing up, dude. Blowing up. Yeah. Um. I. You know, we started so out with right the, now. With the, so, <laughs> hot so hot right, right now. That man is so hot. So hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a walk off. 
No? Okay, that's the same oh, movie. Yeah. It anyway. is. It's a walk-up. Uh, <laughs> I'm not an Ambie Turner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but really, Matt Minnie killing it, the the whole family. The whole funky screw. Oh, yeah. dude. I mean, there's... I mean, I, I remember the old days when there was just three flavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember now, what they're called. Now Star it's Buzz. like so many flavors. So many flavors. <laughs> wow. So hot. <laughs> Spicy flavors. <laughs> you got your spicy, you got your sweet spice. Yeah. Anyway, you got your really spice. Um, anyway, it's really cool to see that brand grow and really put out a phenomenal product always. I mean, fuck, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. We we knew cool, man. we knew from the beginning how good this guy was and, yeah. and we're I, glad I love having my friends too when we're at like Elizabeth Station. Yeah. They're, they know I've gotten it for them for Christmas, so they're addicted to it now too. Yeah, and they're like, "What? What are these all, all these other flavors?" And they're yeah. buying all these other flavors and stuff. Yeah, kind of cool That's to good, see that. Man. Yeah, can't they're, they're not even into hot sauce, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, I can't really do without hot sauce now." Right. Yeah, because of Funky. Because so it's so good. Get you some if you can. I mean, you can just go online and fucking search it. Doesn't matter where you are in the country or out of the country. Like, go online. Funky's hot sauce. Hot sauce factory. (laughs) Funky's hot sauce. It's gonna take over the ketchup world before you know it. It's already. It's yeah. Heinz going out of business. Yep. Fuck Heinz. But um, anyway, super cool that they're doing so good, and Mm -hmm. they should. They should because it's delicious. Yeah. Anyway. That's probably it for the shout outs for now, unless you guys have something. Uh, we you forgot wise words. Do Nope, we didn't forget. That's part of the show. So now it's time for <laughs> Zen. For those who take life too seriously. A clear conscience is usually the sign of a bad memory. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ain't that true? Yeah, another, another good yeah you wake up the next banger. morning after a black and you're just like, that was a pretty good time last night. <laughs> and everybody else is like, <laughs> like, Ugh. You're like what yeah, the did you, you remember? do you not remember? No. Okay. <laughs> How's yeah, good time. Yeah. How's your butt? Yeah. How's your butt? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of times did you have? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see. What else? Um, I mentioned the flask at hand podcast.com. Go there. It's still, it, it's funny. Every episode I do, I have to tell you it needs an update because I've just been busy. We're busy it's with our professional lives. So, um, I haven't really done much with it. There's probably like 19 whiskeys I need to put on there. there, But there's a ton of stuff on there. There is, um, you can go and see like our first 25 whiskeys and our one to 100 score for each, what they are and all of that good stuff. So if you're looking for a whiskey or a gift for somebody else in a, in the whiskey world, or if you just like want to find something that fits your palate, like what you like, go there. It it has all that information. Um, There's some, Fun pictures and videos yeah. too, and Some good porn on there too. Great porn, yeah, great porn. Yeah. And um, oh, porn. shout out you to can... Logan Scholl, coworker. Oh, okay. Just told him about it today. Oh, nice. Sent him the link out. to the website. Oh, sweet. Okay. He said he was going to drink some whiskey and uh, listen to our sweet 
previous well, shows. Previous shows. Great. Nice. Right. Nice. Welcome, Logan. Once this comes out. Welcome nice. to I'll the family, know. Logan. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Any the the more listeners we get, the more evil we feel. <laughs> right. Because I wouldn't listen to this if I didn't wasn't on it. <laughs> so. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no I don't listen to it and I am on it <laughs> I listen to it multiple times <laughs> until I make it so other people can listen so to it right but um yeah no uh cool uh, um Instagram uh, at the flask at hand podcast I don't, what is it at the fl- it's yeah, been so long I don't remember flask at hand podcast yeah something, something like that like uh Facebook where I think like we're still on search, Facebook search um, on Instagram yeah flask at hand podcast we don't like to be too social you know and uh so. yeah haven't been really gauging Who out is? there these I mean, days isn't that I mean, shit out I jump on yeah I think like in order <laughs> to like grow something like this you have to be pretty <laughs> pretty present <laughs> on all those platforms but or you can just be really social in real life and just talk to people which is what we've right. been doing yeah, I like so that's that's great that's great and and we mean social in real life outside of the podcast yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah but um i want to get some more stickers made i want to design some more stuff i want to start getting back into it so we're, we are here now and uh we're gonna do what we can but like yeah. i said and we if have... you got ideas for logos if you got ideas for oh you know, send shows. us some shit show some yeah. ideas or yeah send us ideas for shows too Take like different like, subjects we should go yeah. over because it's kind of fun us for us. dick pics and all sorts of yeah. fun stuff yeah share anything yeah, and saying those that the object. We don't judge. Uh, what does no. it say? We, don't we do. Photography not representative of size when you send those dick pics. Yeah. Just say that on the side. Oh, Object, yeah. Objects in mirror are smaller, <laughs> smaller than, they, than appear. they appear. Oh. <laughs> photography not represent, representative. 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 <laughs> <of laughs> anyway. Holy crap. Yeah. Representative. Um, all the social medias, go check us out. Um, nothing's updated, but it's still fun and funny and cool. If you haven't already seen it, then go there and see it. Instagram, especially, because we have little clips of the show, fun pictures. You can see how uh, physically attractive we, all three of us are. <laughs> and yeah. It's accurate. <laughs> um, <laughs> the best part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Thanks, guys. Hope you have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. We we love you and we're sorry. Mm. And I'm gonna That's I'm gonna leave you said. guys with a song at the end of this episode tonight. Oh, Ooh. oh yeah. So enjoy it, enjoy it, and uh, you'll be able. I'm to see. just burning, doing the neutron dance. Yeah, it's called Antimatter. By oh, that one. By No Wave, <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll style. put the link in the in the show notes for you. So I think that makes it legal. I'm not sure. Uh, but we're gonna sure. we're gonna do it anyway because I don't give a fuck, <laughs> and uh, yeah. We'll see so. if we get a letter in the mail. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening. Love you. Mm-hmm.
every time I've spoken, but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you. All talk, no action. <laughs> <laughs>